0: Well, I've been requested to do some videos on concativity and maxima and minim- minimum points and, and uh, inflection points and all the like uh, that you normally see in your, your first semester of a calculus course. So I thought I would start doing them. Uh, but before we, we kind of go into the actual problems that you might see in your book, I just want to give you a broad intuition. because. In calculus class, people, there are all these rules when you know the second derivative is positive, you're concave this way. When the second derivative is negative, you're concave this way, and people memorize the rules, and then they take the tests. and if they memorize it correctly, they do well on the test, and then they forget it. Maybe they memorize it again by the time of the, the final exam. But by the time they're 30 years old, they will have forgotten it, and that, frankly, is useless unless your whole goal is just to pass the exam. So I want to give you some intuition, and hopefully you will never forget this intuition. So when you're first learning calculus, there's much more to functions than what I'm going to do in this video. But there's kind of three types of interesting points on most of the curves we'll talk about. So let's say, let me draw a curve. Let's say the curve looks something like this. You know, if this is the x-axis, that's too thick. That's the y-axis. The curve could look something like this. I don't know. Let me see. It could look like this. And so on, right? And if you have a curve like this, and you'll see all sorts of curves when you do your calculus, and because you have multiple degree polynomials, etc., what are the interesting points? Well, the interesting points um, tend to be when the slope is equal to zero. So, in this, where does the slope equal zero? What are the interesting points here? Let me make sure I'm using the right tool. Right there, the slope is zero, right? Because if you were to take the tangent right there, it would be like it would look something like that. Right there, the slope is 0 as well, because if you took the tangent, it would look something like that. And then right there as well, the slope is 0. And the line, it really isn't a tangent. It, it crosses the graph. But as we can see, the, the the graph kind of flattens out there. So these are the three points that you tend to deal with in, in your first semester calculus class when you're graphing and looking for extrema. And this is called a maximum. And in this case, it's a local maxima. If, you know, if this was the highest point for the entire function, it would be a global maximum. This is a local minima. And if it was in, you know, if it was the lowest point of the entire graph, which the way I drew it, maybe this graph keeps going up like that and keeps going up like this. So this would be the global minimum point. And this is called an inflection point, because it's neither a maximum or minimum, but you kind of see that the, the graph kind of inflects. So, so let's study them a little bit more and see if we can get a little intuition on what happens to the, uh, the graph, the first derivative. And the second derivative at each of these points. So let's start with a maximum point, because maybe that's. Well, I let's start with a minimum point, because that's what we see the most. You know, when we just studied y equals x squared or regular parabolas, that was the most common thing we saw. And then of course, if we have a negative of a parabola, it becomes like that. But anyway, let's let's study a minimum point where the graph is concave upward. So let's say we have a point like this. So that's the graph of, of the function, right? Let me. Let me I don't know what that is, that's f of x. So what is happening to the slope as we go from you know, roughly from here to there? Well, let's try a few points and see if, if we can, by drawing the tangent lines, we get an intuition for the slope. So let's see, if I pick this point just randomly, the slope looks something like that. I'm trying to do a tangent. If I take this point, I'm just moving to the right a little bit, I'm just increasing my x value, the slope will look something like that if we so it's it's negative here but if you look here the slope is less negative right the slope is less negative there and then if we go to the minimum point right there the slope flattens out right and so of, co- of course the derivative there would be 0 and then as we pass that point what happens well here the slope is increasing a little bit more and now the slope is actually positive right so the slope was negative less negative 0 a little positive, and then as we go here, it goes more positive, more positive. So let's see if we can graph that. Let's see what if we can just to get an intuition of obviously I haven't written any numbers down, so we don't know what the exact value of the slope is. So what does the slope look like? So here it's really negative. So the slope is going to be something really negative here. I'm just picking a random point. And then at this point right here, it was less negative. so the slope is going to be less negative and then here roughly here the slope is at 0 right the slope was 0 and then the slope gets a little bit more positive and then over there it gets a little bit more positive so the slope if we were to if we were to actually graph the derivative of the function at that point it would it would be an upward sloping and so i'm assuming this is a second degree polynomial if this was third degree then this would actually be a curve so the the slope will actually look something like this right and does that make sense well sure this you know the graph of this could be y is equal to i don't know ax squared plus b and then the derivative or you know f of x is equal to ax squared plus b and so the derivative of that of course would be what is that 2 ax plus 0 right so this would just be a line and it actually goes through 0 0 but it didn't have to but hopefully that gives you a little intuition but now let's move to the second derivative so the slope of the slope let me draw it down here. The second derivative. My wife is coming home. So I have to finish these videos before she gets here, otherwise I have to continue it tomorrow. Let's see, she called 5 minutes ago. so I have to hurry. Anyway, so this is f prime prime of x or the second derivative. So what's happening to the second derivative here? Well, the second derivative is just the slope of the derivative. So what's the slope? Well, it's just a constant. This in this case is just a constant upward moving slope. Right? So the second derivative, actually, if we were to just evaluate that, it would be two a. So it's going to look something like this, and I can. Actually, it's going to look. It's just going to be a constant number, and it's going to be positive. Right. So in general, when people, you know, when, when you when when you study your extrema points and say whether it's a, a minimum or a maximum, et cetera, et cetera, the way that you think about it is well, if if it's a if it's a minimum point like this, if it's a minimum point, what is happening to the slope around it? Well the slope has to be constantly increasing, right? Even though, for example, even though as we go from here to here the value of f of x is decreasing, the rate at which is decreasing is getting less. So the slope is actually increasing. It's getting less and less negative, and then it increases even more. So you you know you're at a minimum point when the slope is increasing. And similarly, you know that it's concave upwards when the second derivative is positive. So hopefully that helps you a little bit, getting, get, get, get the intuition of what happens when you're at a minimum point and you're, you're concave upwards. Well, what happens when you have the opposite? Well, pretty much everything becomes the opposite. Let's say that this is your curve. I don't know, then this is the x-axis. If that's your curve, well here you have a very high slope. Then your slope becomes a little bit less. Then it becomes 0 then it becomes a little bit more negative then it becomes more negative right and then it goes more negative the rate the rate of of, of the, slope, the the slope becomes more and more negative the whole time that we're kind of going through this maximum point or this concave downward so what is the what will the slope look like well in this example if i were to draw the derivative the slope is going to look something like this right cuz back here the slope is really actually a really high number it's going to be up here and then as we get close as we move further and further increasing values of x the slope decreases it becomes zero right around here and then it just keeps decreasing. And then similarly if we were to draw the second derivative what will that look like? Well the second derivative is just going to be the slope of this function. So it's just going to be a negative number if we assume that this is constant. So the second if this is the x axis the second derivative is going to be something like that. It's going to be some negative number. I'm assuming this is 0 0. Anyway, I'm about to run out of well, I'm not about to run out of time, but I think I don't want to rush it. So, that's the maximum minimum points, and in the next video I'll give you a little intuition on what happens with inflection points. And then we will do a bunch of examples. Um, that you will normally see in a calculus textbook. But I just wanted to do this for you because there's nothing magical about a lot of the rules that you will learn. Um, you know, where they say, oh, you take the second derivative, and if the second derivative is positive, it's concave upwards, and if the uh, second derivative is negative, it's concave downwards, and you might, you know, fill your, your brain with all of these memorizations. But it's, it's hopefully, if you think about it this way, fairly intuitive. And it hopefully should be fairly intuitive that whenever the, the first derivative is zero, Your slope is 0, and you're at a point that is interesting, at least in this context. But anyway, I will do the next video on inflection points, and then I'll do a bunch of actual problems. See you soon.